Hey y'all, welcome back to our channel. If you're new here, this is Joe and Jay Outspoken. Don't forget to follow all of our platforms. You can find them by going to Linktree forward slash Joe and Jay Outspoken. We're on Rumble, Locals, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Today's show is for Tuesday, July 11th. I'm Jay, and today we're going to be continuing our discussion on America and why it's going woke. So Joe, what are we going to be discussing in part two? Well, in part two of our two-part series, uh, we'll be finishing up our discussion about the human rights campaign and what impacts it has on our nation, not only with the radical ideas and political influences, but how some of their ideologies create the very same division that they say they're trying to prevent. So don't go anywhere, because you'll want to hear about the credit system they use on their manufactured equality indexes. Wow. How did we get here? Our grandparents <laughs> are rolling over in their graves. <laughs> everybody welcome back um we are going over part two if you missed part one uh it should be at the end or in the description below so make sure you check that out so um so here we go joe uh part two of um america the woke where are we going from here <laughs> so l last week we talked about hrc um and some of the policies that were supporting uh we also talked about their um charitable arm the human rights campaign foundation um, yeah, we HRC. talked about some of the corporate or some of the larger companies that donate to both the HRC and the HRFC, HRCF. Um, there was another another um, associated organization with them that I didn't mention last week, uh, and that's Zero for Zeros, um, and that's going to lead us into our, our discussion today. So Zero for Zeros um, is basically so. I know we mentioned about the um, healthcare. We met, we talked about municipalities and we talked about corporations. They also have a congressional scorecard, right? And they use those to score uh, politicians and as far as their support of the LGBTQ community. So the right. zero for zeros is a group that clearly the zeros indicate that they've scored very poorly on their scorecard. So this organization, what they do is um, they, they, they focus activist campaigns uh, to pressure companies that support like LGBTQ policies to stop contributing to campaigns of candidates that do not align with the ideology positions of the HRC, right? So they're in there and they're just, these companies are just, you know, these huge corporations, they have lobbyists, right? And these lobbyists are the ones that are, hey, we're cutting off any kind of campaign donations to this candidate right. because he doesn't see, uh, we don't see eye to eye as far as the ideology that the HRC is, is giving us, right? They also target members of Congress with a HRC score of zero. So that's why it's called zero for zeros, right? Uh, with companies to refrain from supporting their reelection or donations to their campaigns and not only their campaigns, but like anything that they support, right? So if the politician supports, um, I, I don't know, uh, think of something clean air act, right? So they won't fund that. They won't fund him. They won't fund his reelection. They literally just cut them off and yeah. not them personally, but they use, the companies that um, they have indexes on to cut them off as far as financially. So again, this is, this is how they operate uh, behind the, I almost want to say the iron curtain, you know, this is how they work um, to keep people from going against their views really, you know, and um, it's sad, but this is what we're facing today. So, right. The reason I'm saying that that's going to lead into our conversation today, because the the whole um, scorecard that they have on on Congress. So first of all, I want to talk about the Corporate Equality Index, right, or the CEI. Um, there are several several criteria. There's three criteria, and under each one of those criteria, there's uh, they talk a little bit about what it is that they're they're asking for. So I want to start off with the corporate equality index. And again, this is a score 
that they provide these corporations to see where they align in the ideology of the LGBTQ community, right? And they're scored um, by points. And these points are based on whether you do something or you don't do something, whether you try or you don't try. Um, and then at the end of the year, they're on the, you know, the top 100 companies to work that's LGBTQ friendly. You know what I mean? Um, that's what we're saying, but under the table, you know, it's all about the money, right? Right. Yeah. Contributions. Contribution. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about the CEI or the corporate equality index, there's three criteria. The first one is workforce protections, right? Which includes sexual orientation and gender identity. So you already see this, right? In the workforce, you already have to go through diversity and inclusion, which talks about um, those protections. They're, they talk about them like it's a it's it's a, a protected class. They don't talk about it like, hey, it's suggestive or anything like that. It's a protected class when it comes to corporations. So you have to include that gender identity and the uh, sexual orientation parts in, in in your discussions, right? When you talk about LGBT communities, when you talk about um, Pride Month, anything like that, those have to be included, right? So you get points if you have that. Criteria number two is inclusive benefits. So that includes spousal, medical, and other benefits, right? Domestic partner, medical, and other benefits, and transgender inclusive health insurance, all right? So of course with that, and we'll talk about it in the healthcare part of the um, equality index, what that means that it's it's what it says, transgender inclusive, right? So you're talking about anything that has to do with um, uh, becoming transgender or being transgender. I don't even know what the proper terms is anymore, to be honest with you, because I, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. <laughs> I don't think so, most of us do. The, the, well, here, here's kind of the sad part. They don't either. Because ask them to identify or how many, you know, different genders or sexes or whatever are there and, and they can't give an answer. Well, it's limitless. No, it's, it's not limitless. You know, there's a lot of bird species in the world, but it's not limitless. There are only so many physical bird species, right? So, so you got to come up with the number, um, you know, not to hijack on that. We'll get to criteria three here in a second, but you know, the inclusive benefits, so spousal medical and other benefits, the, um, uh, domestic partner and all that kind of stuff, you know, these are rights that the, original gay rights movement uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to correct. do. We talked about this a little bit in part one, you know? Yeah. And I don't think like Joe, you correct me if I'm wrong. We, I don't think we have an issue with that at all. That no. that's like what they no. totally deserve, you know, as a partnership. Right. So the, the, the marriage thing is a whole different subject through the church and all that, but, but yeah. these partnerships, you know, like it, Who's to say like to like, you know, you and I, when we're 80 years old, and we don't have any spouses or whatever. And we're just, you know, we decided to live together. Well, why shouldn't we be able to get insurance together and all that kind of stuff? Hopefully we, you know, if there's, if there's uh, all the stuff left for us when we get old anyways, but, but the problem yeah, is, is that, no so that, that, yeah, there's not going to be any social security left. Mm -hmm. um, the, the problem that people are going to find with the, the transgender thing. Like if somebody's sick, they're sick, that's healthcare period. Right. But when you're talking about, you're going to have, we're going to pay for somebody to have, and this is going to be very controversial, but for you to have an elective surgery, because that's exactly what it is. You know, um, I, I, I don't want the public, my place of business or anything like that, paying for somebody's uh, elective chopping off or adding to, and this has nothing to do with you being transgender. I think if, you know, like a female wants to enhance herself in some way, that's not something that should be paid for. Now there are little caveats to this stuff. You know, somebody has cancer or something like that and they get reconstruction afterwards. These are completely different situations, right? But this is a, again, a slippery slope that we go down because at that point, well, well what is, I, I'll identify as something and get plastic surgery, right? right. And, and have right. that paid for by the state or by my business. And we, we can't do that. We can't go down that, uh, that road. Cause I mean, companies already are going out of business. They're already having to pay, you know, minimum wages that are not deserved by a lot of, a lot of folks, quite honestly. Um, again, you know, you, you get hired for a job and you agree to a certain amount of pay. That doesn't mean you get paid more just because you've been there, you know, a week and you think you deserve more, 
you get right. paid based on performance and everything. So um, I digress. Anyways, yeah. So criteria two that that was something I didn't want to point out on there because I think it's. Um, but but you're right because even now with the domestic partner, that's in reference to the LGBT community because you can't have like for example, even if I have let's say a girlfriend, right? And we're not married; we're just a couple. That I wouldn't qualify for the domestic partner. That's again, you know, right. that's it. That's yeah. only the LGBT community. So yeah. it's already being not so inclusive, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, criteria three, supporting an inclusive culture and corporate social responsibility. There's that key word again. I know you've heard it before. Social responsibility, social right? Responsibility. Yeah. So th- what social that credit score, buddy, <sighs> man, China, China. China. <laughs> yeah. So what that means, China. China. So what that means, it's a little bit more intense, right? This one refers to internal educating and training best practices. And I'm talking about in general, I'm talking about LGBTQ, right? LGBTQ employee resource group or diversity council. Okay. Now, again, this, this is, if you want to get points, this is, if you want to be recognized, right. By the um, human rights campaign. Right. Which has a lot of influence. Keep, keep that in mind. It has a lot of influence. Um, outreach or engagement with LGBTQ community. OK. Uh, corporate social responsibilities. Again, social responsibility. Right. We're talking about doing things right. And then here, here's another one. Gender transition guidelines. I don't know what that means, but it's in there. Right. You get points <laughs> Again, for that. I don't think they know what that means. <laughs> you get points for that. But here, here's the thing, Jay. Um, and looking at that is like, all right, have like, there's a lot of religious groups, right? There's a lot of, of, of things that, that a lot of different cultures, a lot of different uh, ethnic backgrounds, a lot of just different things out there that, that people could ask for. Right. Like, right. And I'm being, I'm being a, a total idiot right now, but like I'm Mexican, bro. Why can't I have a siesta? You know what I mean? In the middle of the day. I want to have a little siesta. We do that. We have little siestas. I'm going to go take a little nap, you know, re-energize and, and then, and then go back to work in, in, in the afternoon. Right. I, I still vote for us celebrating taco Tuesdays every Tuesday. So there wow. you go. You're welcome. Anyway, but, like uh, but like, why can't, you know, Hey, you know what? I, I don't, we can't have, kosher things right at a, at a place we can't there's so many other things that people could ask for but we don't out of just respect for other people right, and right. these are simple things these aren't things that are life-threatening these aren't things that i can't live without these are things that you know these are just things that hey it's okay i'm you don't yeah. you know what i mean i have to respect you just as much as you respect me i'm not going to impose on you anything that that i that's not necessary but yeah here we are Right. And corporations are they're all in. They're all in, right? Because they want to be part of, of this corporate social responsibility. They want to be recognized as like, oh, hey, look, we're all inclusive. Right. And we're all diverse. Right. Um, but what's happening to these woke companies? We just had the, the vice president of diversity and inclusion leave uh, Walt Disney. Right. Yeah. Um, the word is, is how horribly they've been doing in the box office um, that, you know, well, they, they, yeah. they, they went all deep into diversity and inclusion. We included their movies, included the parks, included so many things. And now it's starting to impact the wallet. So what happens when right. your wallet gets impacted? Everything changes, right? Look at what happened to Anheuser-Busch, right? Their, their uh, VP of um, what, what was it? Um, campaign or yeah, ads or whatever. I don't know what she was. Yeah. She went in all in with diversity and inclusion and what happened there. Right. Right. So they're seeing that, Hey, okay, look, I think we're pushing the envelope too much. It's what's happening is what happened back in the eighties when the um, HRC had to back off a little bit and, and, and kind of like slow the row because, okay, we're pushing too much. We're losing credibility. We're losing support. Right. We're losing backup right now these companies are starting to see like wait a minute you know i I didn't think this was going to go that bad and guess what anheuser-busch still continues to drop the sales have not improved they have not gotten better i mean this is a this is going for the long haul 
you know, you would think by now they're going to start bouncing back. People are like, okay, it's done. You, you've learned your lesson. Mm-mm. America says, no, not today. You know why? Because it's in our classrooms. It's in our churches. It's in our work. It's in our television. It's in the news. It's everywhere. What is the sexualization of the LGBTQ community? That's what's right. And, 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 and that's and the that, biggest. That's going to stop. Yeah, it's the biggest thing with this whole thing, man. I mean, we've talked about this probably two or three times in different episodes that we've done, and it really never had anything to do with, you know, um, the transgender community, uh, f- folks that, that you know, and normally when we, you know, when we were younger, when we thought about a tra- the transgenders, the first thing that we thought about was guys that dressed up in drag, right? Drag queens, if yeah. you want to call them that. And everybody thought they were cool and they were funny and they were just, you know, they were just doing what they were doing. Nobody cared about that. When, if you went to a show or something like that, you were going into a bar or what, whatever it was where everybody was 21 and over at least 18. Right. And right. everybody was a consenting adult. I mean, straight people would go to those shows all the time. So it had nothing to do with, you know, all the, everything that's trying to go on now. The problem is this issue came up as soon as you started involving children and the fact that when this first started, that children weren't, it was being said, well, no, why are you guys scared about it being your kids and all this? And now most recently we've had that parade where they were walking down (laughs) saying, we're coming after your kids, you know, And I mean, you know, it was not a, a fun thing. However, it opened the eyes of a lot of parents on what was going on. And they didn't realize that it wasn't just these last few years. It's been going on for a while. This crazy, weird, like sick indoctrination of kids. And it's like, I, I don't know what's going on, but it's like it's being doubled down on. Right. Yeah. They're double downing. And ju- you mentioned Budweiser a few minutes ago. Same thing, you know, they keep doing silly things and it's, and it's affecting them. And all they would have had to have really done is come out and apologize and said, listen, we were not, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't know that this was something that was going to affect the whole market at large. We, you know, love our community. We love our drinkers or whatever, however they would say, you know, they like our rednecks we like our rednecks, whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, is they, so their original, their last tweet, right, to when they sent uh, Dylan Mulvaney those, the cans, and he got a few, you know, of these ceremonial cans or whatever. And honestly, if if those would have been sent out, that would have never been tweeted out. Nobody would have ever cared, right? But it's because of everything else that's going on that makes it an issue, you know? And um, uh, so... They didn't, they finally tweeted just what this last week here, they've waited all this time. Well, there's too much damage done at this point. And the thing is all these companies that are doing all this stuff from the targets to the Coles to the, any other company you can think of, again, nobody would have cared if you didn't start involving children. The fact that target puts it at the front of their store in where their children's department, right? When you walk in the front door. Right. Most of the stuff is geared around children. Right. Yeah. There's flip flops or stuff for adults and everything. And again, I don't care if adults wear any pride stuff when they're out and about. Good for you. Do do your thing. Don't involve children in this. And this I, is I, where they, they, they can't grasp that that is an issue for people. And parents are sick of it. All the mama bears are out there. They're pissed off right now. You know, they're really I, I pissed. Think and, not just the moms. I think everybody's, I think, had oh, it yeah. with that. You know, Daddy bears I, too. And yeah, grandparents. And, bears, though. <laughs> grandparents. Everyone's had it. And it, and it's because it's, um, it, it just isn't right. Because, I mean, if you look at it from just a, a standard, um, everyday, regular, run-of-the-mill kind of thing, um, don't say it's LGBTQ or anything like that, for example, let's take a parade, for example, and we'll get into it in the municipal equality index. Um, but let's take a parade, for example, 
and, and this is uh, what I, not too long ago, maybe eight years ago, um, maybe even ten. If if you're out, or maybe even shorter, I don't even know. If you're out riding a bike in a parade naked, what, what do you think would happen to you? You would be arrested for, for indecent ex- for indecent exposure, right? But now yeah, you look at these pride parades, and you have old men riding about riding around with their genitalia just hanging out. Um, no, I don't care because if they're, they're old. Or, um, but it, you know, you you got guys in leather chaps with nothing else on. You have children there. I mean, uh, right. when did it? When did the change? When did the laws change? Or when did we be? When did it, did it become normal to accept this? Like anybody, any parent, like gay or not, why would you expose them to to something like this? You know what I mean? I I don't know. I, that's what that's the hardest thing that I have to, um, I guess that I deal with, um, uh, internally right. is like, how is that? Okay. Um, well, so- it's being, it's being pressed on that, you know, if you deny that this is okay, then you're homophobic or something of that or transphobic. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so over that. I'm so over that because you know what, there's, yeah. they, there's so many things that happen within the LGBT community that they, that we could say the same thing, right? They're, they're, well, again, they're, man, they're, they're straight phobic, right? <laughs> oh, right. You know, they're, well, they're I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, you mentioned that parade. Okay. I would say I'm heterophobic too, because if it's a straight guy, an old man on a bike with his junk hanging out, I, I'm going to want him arrested just as much as the guy that's trans, just as much as the guy that's yeah. gay. Right. Yeah. So, it's indecent exposure. It doesn't matter how you claim you're doing something that shouldn't be done in front of kids and it, in the public eye should, and everything. It shouldn't be a, a protected class, not in that aspect no, at all. Not so in we, that we, aspect. No. So I mean so then, now, then are we just are we just gonna make nudity okay in the streets and people can just walk around nude? I mean, that's you know that that that's the whole thing. You're opening again, you're opening yeah, Pandora's yeah. box with yeah, all this. No, stuff, I agree. I know? totally agree. So now let's get into the, since we're talking about it, let's get into the municipal equality index. Okay. And, I mean, uh, and they have, they have five and they call these they're, So they're criteria, but they call them scoring criteria. And there's five of them. Um, so scoring criteria. Number one is non-discrimination laws. Okay. And that's, <laughs> and again, these are added points, right? These are things that they want to see. And if you see, you're going to get three points for this or blah, blah, blah. So non-discrimination laws. Under that is the all gender single occupancy facilities. You know what that means, right? So is that like uh, the bathrooms now have yep. to be? Yeah. 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 So if yeah, you're a so city, in- your municipality. So we're talking about the cities now, right? If you if your parks, your your city buildings or county buildings, whatever, if they have uh, all gender single occupancy facilities. Um, then you get points for that, right? You're 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 right. moving up that you're in that credit score. Your credit score is going up with the right. um, uh, HRC, right? Right. And places, I mean, I don't know about all the counties and everything, but I know in you know uh, California as a state now has mandated that if you have a single use restroom. So for people that don't know everything about restrooms, if you have a restroom that has multiple stalls, so it's a female restroom, you got three toilets in it, right? That can be if designated for females. If it is a restroom that has one stall in it and or a stall in a urinal, which would normally in single-use men's restrooms, those now have to be uh, an everybody restroom, you know? So um, it's the, – the problem with that is that men and women are quite quite different <laughs> in how they use the restroom. And you know the the most women now you women have, nasty you women nasty yeah. well well the thing is is that Just men kidding. started using the women's single use restroom right and there's no urinal in there so what do they do they don't lift the seat and they pee on the seat <laughs> so now women are going into those restrooms and going oh man this is gross that guys are urinating on the seats well you need to stop voting for these people that are putting these stupid rules in place we didn't have a problem before. The whole issue with it was that transgender folks feel intimidated because they don't know which restroom to go into, right? Or that people will judge them that they use the incorrect restroom. It's a single-use restroom. You can go in whatever you want. Even back in the day, there was a law years ago passed 
that um, you can't block somebody from going to a restroom, even if it's the other gender, you know, if it's not in use, uh, because they should be able to use the restroom. So this has never really been an issue. But now, again, it's one of these things that is an issue has been created. And you have this group that is trying to be trying to fit in to society and want to be a part of it. Yet they're alienating everybody around them. And especially, you know, and unfortunately the group that gets hammered by this the most is women. Like most guys don't care if, if a guy that's trans, I don't even know what the name of it is, but somebody that's a guy that dresses like a female that comes into a men's restroom. We don't transformer. care. You care, Joe? They're called a, a transformer. transformer. <laughs> that's it. That's the new name. <laughs> so <clears throat> a transformer coming into a men's restroom. We don't care. Do we Joe? I mean, no. and then it, if, a, if a, a female that wants to dress different or whatever, and but it's a biological female comes into a man's restroom, we don't care either. No. The problem is when men, adult men that want to dress up and go into a female restroom and for the women, it's bad enough. But if you're going in there with one of our little girls, there's going to be a problem. There, right? There's a so lot of perversion behind it now. Dude. There's just there a lot is. of perversion. And, and, well, it's, and not to say that women aren't perverted or there's not women that are considered pedophiles because there are also. Um, it's just a perversion. You don't want to see that. It's not it's that's not that's, a norm, right. that's not normal in our society. Well, you know, our society has always been since since the beginning of time is, you know, we we take care of our youth. We watch our children. You know, that's that's what we do. Um and it's the kind dumbest of animals on the planet know that there's a male and a female. Well, clearly not. Uh, Transformers. We're, we're the only species that can't figure it out. Yeah. And so, I know somebody else that's going to go. Well, the the seahorses, the men are women. The it's still there's only two genders. Okay. So yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um, so going on, continuing on the criteria, uh, scoring criteria number one and non-discrimination laws. The other one is protecting youth from conversion therapy. So what they don't want, they don't want people going out there changing people's mind because uh, the 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 powers in the numbers, correct? So the more people right. you have that are LGBTQ or identify as LGBTQ or support LGBTQ, the more power you have, right? Because that's kind of how it works right. in politics, right? The, the the more influence you have, the more power you have. The more power you have, the more influence you have. So that's important. So they're trying to have so if your municipality if your if your township or your city has laws and they're calling these non-discrimination laws if they have laws protecting youth from conversion therapy then you get more points you know what's funny about that is that they single out youth you know what i mean that oh, yeah. that that's what bothers well, me because they know that those are the, those are the more those are the more influenced uh, part of mankind or the youth or the children or the young kids, right? Okay. Because their, their mind is still developing. There's so many things going on. So shame on you. Anyway, scoring criteria number two, uh, municipalities as an employer. So what, what's that mean? I means the city prohibits discrimination in city employment. And again, we're talking about LGBTQ. Um, city requires its contractors to have inclusive non-discrimination policies, right? So if you want to do business with the city, you better make sure that that company you're going to hire has um, inclusive non-discrimination policies or else uh, you lose points. Your credit goes down, right? You're going to be from a homeowner to a renter. So um, they don't want that. Uh, municipality is an, ex is an inclusive workplace. Okay, inclusive, right? Inclusive to them. That's, that's what they're that's what they're saying. Let's be honest, right? right? This is what it is. So that's scoring criteria number two. Scoring criteria number three is called service and programs. Okay. They want if you have established a human rights commission, you get points for that, right? If you have an LGBTQ liaison to the mayor or city manager's office, you get points for that. Look at that. You want you want power, boy. You want power. I mean, I everybody I, does. I want, you know what? I'm going to call this human rights uh, campaign saying, hey, could we get like a Mexican liaison to some of these uh, mayors and, and uh, city managers? I feel we need to be talking yeah, to you about, because, you know, we got these street vendors that give, they get a lot of crap from people. I, I think I need a Mexican liaison out there at the, at the mayor's yeah, office. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the lady I bought my uh, tamales from, they, they stopped her from doing that. I'm not, not happy about that, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy. About bad, that. bad. You better talk to your city. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
but here's my thing though. So again, these are not required. These are not like laws or anything, but this is how you score higher on your credit. Okay. Uh, next one is cities expressly prohibiting bullying based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Screw everything else just on sexual orientation and gender identity. Okay. You can have that kind of bully, right? You'd think if a, a, a campaign is called human rights would include everybody, not just LGBT community, but that's what they do. Anyway, services to the LGBTQ population who are particularly, particularly vulnerable. Uh, an example, the LGBTQ youth, um, LGBTQ elders, LGBTQ homeless people, people who have HIV positive, um, who are HIV positive or living with AIDS and the transgender community. So when I say vulnerable, I wonder why they're calling the LGBTQ youth vulnerable. I think they're saying that because they know that they're easily influenced. And I want to say, I want to take the word away of influence and say manipulated. They're easily manipulated and thinking right. something that as parents, as parents, we, we think that, Hey, you know, I did this, this, and this, I learned from that. I, I failed doing this or I failed doing that. So in our kids, we want to instill something different because clearly that didn't work for me. Right. So we're taking it upon ourselves to do the right thing. Right. Um, and that's how we influence our children. That's how we, we raise kids and they know this, right. The, the trans understand this and that's why they, they drive at impacting those youth because they're so vulnerable in their thinking um, yeah. because they're not fully developed. They're still learning. They're still trying to grasp. Look, man, I'm 50 plus years old and I'm still trying to grasp society, right? I'm still trying to understand. Like I'm totally confused generous. with this. Yeah. What'd you say? What? What'd you say? You're anyway, being <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still trying to grasp simple things because you know you see how life is man especially now life changes immediately things right. move at a very high pace and i'm trying to wrap my head around things could you imagine today's youth having to deal with the stuff that we dealt with as youth and There's on top so of that, much stuff coming at them at oh, you know yeah. light speed at, yeah. man so much stuff yeah social media i mean and and they're given this false sense of everything everything because everybody that's on and I don't want to pick on any one, you know, social media program, but like TikTok in a particular Instagram a little bit there, everybody on there flies in jets, uh, lives on, you know, these, um, beautiful islands. Yeah, all the people are, yeah. All the people, you know, are in shape and everybody's beautiful and tan and everything. And, and everybody's got Lamborghinis and, and it, and it's crazy. Um, yeah. and so, so many young kids that the rate has went up exponentially, especially in the last few years, you know, and that rate unfortunately is highest in the LGBTQ community. Right. And which is really disturbing. I mean, why is that happening so much? Well, because there's so much come. So, so they deal with everything that, you know, um, heterosexual or cis kids, whatever you want to call them are dealing with. Plus they're dealing with all the stuff that, you know, that these other folks are pumping in into them as far as it being, you know, correct or, you know, uh, yes, this is the direction you need to go as far as transitioning and such. Right. And then they have to deal with friends at school or family or, or what, what have you. So it's a, I mean, it's a lot, it is a lot for anybody to have to deal with. And, um, you know, I hate to, I, I hate it for the kids that are having to deal with all this stuff and gosh, they're poor parents and, and family members that are having to go through it too, you know? So let me tell you something. I don't know. I don't know if this has to do with, I know you, you, you gave me a stat, uh, but I just looked it up. The rate of suicide is highest in middle aged white men. So in 2021, um, white males accounted for 69.68% of suicides in 2021. So, wow. I don't know if it's the LGBT community, um, but, um, man, you guys, I feel bad for you guys. You guys are, you know, you guys are getting the worst end of everything. <laughs> but anyway, moving on as criteria is here. That's, 
that's that's horrible. Man. I'm laughing at because I'm making I'm fun of fall for everything, and I need to I need to uh, off myself for it too. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. That's crazy. So you know, I, I'm kidding know. everybody. Disclaimer: I'm I'm good. I'm 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 going to be on this rock a little while longer. Joe and I got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, we got too much to say sometimes. Anyway, so here's scoring criteria number four. All right, law enforcement. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So what do they want? They want an LGBTQ police liaison, right? Come on, man. Massacons don't get Does one. Why is the LGBTQ get one? I want one. Yeah. Cause, yeah. So, I mean, you know, crazy, as, much so. as, as much as the police have been in the, the news and, you know, the last pretty much since 2008 and you can deduct why that happened at that time. But, um, uh, you would think there would be a, other groups that would get a liaison much before that, oh, right? Yeah. No, because that's there's not been so many complaints. Yeah. And, no, now. and it's not happening for them. So, so why would it happen for this group? So no. the next one for that is responsible reporting of hate crimes, including for hate crimes based on sexual orientation and gender identity to the FBI, which it is getting done, but they feel like it's not. And the reason they keep saying that is because it's one of the lowest um, mm. sexual orientation, uh, gender identity crimes are low in comparison to right. other crimes. Oh, I can imagine. Um, scoring criteria number five, leadership on LGBTQ equality. So not of the group, but in leadership in, in, in the city. So, uh, city leadership, uh, public statements on matters of equality particularly particularly where the city leadership pushes for equality in the face of substantial adversity right or um so when they're like like even if they know something's not going to get passed because it's just kind of crazy law that the lgbtq community wants they still want them to push it so if you push it and you're persistent you get points for that okay persistence of city leadership in pursuing le uh legislation or policies that further equality right um, openly LGBTQ people holding elected or appointed office in the municipality, right? So uh, attempts to pass LGBTQ inclusive laws or policies against state law restrictions. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So the, so the previous one you went over, you know, people holding elected or appointed offices. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't have any issue with any of them holding those offices if they're the best person for the position. If they're the yeah. qualified for the position and all those kind of things, somebody being um, put into one of those positions just, just because of that reason, yeah. mm -hmm. it, it doesn't, if every single person in my community leadership is Mexican, yeah. if they're all Asian, if they're all any one group, I don't pick a group and they're the best people for that community. I'm going to be completely yeah. satisfied with, with the choices based on they have the right qualifications to do whatever that job but, is. You know, I don't know if you picked up on that key word in there before that. It said openly LGBTQ people. Oh yeah. Openly. So if you're in, in the right. closet, they don't want you in there. They want someone who's going to be loud right. and proud. You know what I mean? Right. Being LGBTQ is not enough. Isn't that weird? That's weird. It, so anyway, it is. It's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. So now to the final equality index, healthcare. You're going to like this one. All right. So criteria number let's one, get let's get into it. Criteria number one, non-discrimination and staff training. So they want patient non-discrimination, right? Which I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, equal visitation, employment, non-discrimination and staff training. Criteria number two, patient services and support, right? LGBTQ patient services and support. They want just specific LGBTQ. Right. Um, transgender patient services and support. So I don't understand why they want two. I mean, I thought the LGBTQ is part of, or transgender was part of the LGBTQ. They should take the T away if they're going to have a whole separate thing. You know what I mean? I don't understand. Anyway, right, right. But they're well, specific. The is they're very specific. They want the LGBTQ patient service and support. And then if you have a transgender patient service support, you get another point or another three points. Right? Yeah. So they do this. Let me tell you why they do this. Because that first one should cover transgender. But they're trying to like be more like, hey, you get more points if you actually have a transgender one. 
you know, right. that's what they're doing. They're not dumb. They're not dumb. Yeah. You get one point for LGBTQ. You get two points for transgender. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, there's points associated with these, but I didn't really write them down. Cause I, I didn't, the math, it was too complicated for me. Um, patient. Again, self, they don't know. <laughs> yeah. Patient self-identification, right. And medical decision-making. Okay. Criteria number three, employee benefits and policies, employee benefits and policies that is specific and inclusive to LGBTQ transgender yeah. inclusive health insurance. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, these things that you've been reading, most of this, to be honest with you, most of this stuff seems pretty reasonable. Other parts of it seem. The totally majority are ridiculous, bro. The majority are ridiculous. It's I'm ridiculous. Just gonna tell you. To me, it's ridiculous. Yes. Because you're, you're, you're trying to say that, well, you know, as a transgender person, you deserve better treatment. Um, you know, exactly. first class treatment, you, yeah. you deserve to come through the door first, all these kind of things. Yeah. That's just not the case. No. Everybody needs. So, so exactly like you said at the, the, um, uh, opening of this, you know, episode that, um, we're, tr we're trying to create this whole thing where, you know, everybody's inclusive yet you're making it exclusive. Well, you're dividing, you know, for That's one right. group and, and not another. So, uh, let me, let me get and, the last one. I got, I got one more. The trade for is patient community engagement, right? So this is, and again, these are all LGBTQ specific. The, the reason I wanted to finish up real quick is because I do want to say something. And I think you agree with me is that in no way do we want anyone to think that we, um, support any kind of hate or violence towards the LGBTQ community, because that's no. not, that's not what we believe in. That's not what we stand for, but we do that's want right. but we, want people to understand is that in in an effort to create equality there the lgbt community to create equality they are dividing the nation right um because the, they they want to be able to say hey this is just for us and 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 this and you have to obey this and this is the law and blah blah but there are so many there are so many different types of people on this on the face of the earth that um, and just in the United States alone, that you can't do that. You, you right. can't do that. You know, it's a, I heard someone say the other day, and I can't take the credit for it, but I, I wish I would have thought of it. They're saying like, you know, that you have a flag for the LGBTQ, you have a flag for this, and you have a flag for, you know, that even the, 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 the whole LGBT at one point had different flags, right? I think you and I saw that one time. Right. And someone said like, why, why do we need so many flags? There goes like, well, because we need flags to represent, you know, people, certain people in, in the United States. And they said, we do have a flag. There is a flag. He goes, that one. He goes, that flag represents the American citizens, the U.S. Right. We're all Americans. We all fly under that banner. That's the only flag we That's need. Right. right? And, 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 I, and I, when I heard that, I'm like, you know, they're right that we all have, we have a flag that represents us all, every single one, LGBT, Hispanic, um, white, black, Asian, everybody who is an American is represented by that flag. Every single one of us. Why do we need multiple flags? We don't, we really don't need a flag because that's our flag and we should not. Um, and I know a lot of people are saying like, well, it's a thin blue line flag. That's, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's, it's the American flag. There's an American flag there. Yes. It represents the thin blue line, right? The, the, the brothers in blue, right? They also have one for the brothers in red in gray and yellow. I mean, would they have them for almost every single first responders out there? Right. And, and why not? It's still the American flag. They don't, they didn't create a brand new flag. They didn't put nothing special on it. There's no, you know what I mean? It's still the same flag. You know, whether they put a blue line through it, a red line through it, a gray line, a yellow line, it doesn't matter. It's still the American flag and that what represents our people, right? American citizens. Um, but I, I don't want people to think that that um, we are so we're anti LGBTQ and that we're this and that. The whole purpose of this is to to show that they are trying so hard to be inclusive. That they're creating exclusivity <laughs> you know what i mean they're they're, they're being right. ex they're, they're excluding everybody else and they're creating this 
one humongous, I, I, I know what to call it, race, um, sexual orientation. I don't know what it is anymore at this point, Jay. I, I don't know. Well, there's, you know, if you think about through history, um, more recently, and people have talked about them quite a bit in modern history, but the, you know, it goes a little bit farther back. And I know there's people that try to claim they're part of the group, but it's not what it once was is the KKK, you know, and what did they try to do? They tried to make white superiority. They tried to make it where, you know, white folks had all these advantages and stuff. And you could talk to people of other racial groups and they're going to say, well, gosh, why would, why would they do that? White people already have an advantage, right? That's the saying now anyways, because those people at that time felt those people felt that they didn't have an advantage. They felt that they were being left behind and they created, you know, they created that own little, their own little group. And what did that do? That alienated them a hundred percent from the rest of the country. So people that were of different races and different ideologies and beliefs, but even people within their own race. I mean, you today go and ask a person of white skin color, European descendant, what they think about the KKK. I can tell you right now, 99.9% of them are going to go, those people are ignorant. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Then, then, then you step it back farther to, um, you know, like in, in, uh, Germany, in the 1940s, you know, and when Hitler uh, took power and everything, what did he do? He was trying to, now there's a lot of things that went on with that, you know, with the uh, Treaty of Versailles and everything that created a lot of the mess that was going on. But, but you had a man that created this uh, want from this group of people, right, to better themselves. That's what they were ultimately trying to do. They were in a horrible um, depression in their country and they were trying to better themselves. And, and um, and what did they do? They alienated themselves from mm. the rest of the world, yeah. right? Because of because of the uh, ideology that they had, and so this is again that slippery slope, that Pandora's box that we that the LGBTQ community needs to be very careful of and opening to create this whole thing that will alienate the rest of the country. Um you know, up until this point until children were being involved and in all this kind of weird stuff, you know, in, in parades and everything, I think there was a lot of progress made within their own community and where, you know, people uh, I, in jobs I, and everything didn't, didn't really care what, what they did. And again, we've said it over and over. I'm like a broken record with this. You and I have been friends with tons, tons of folks, right. Uh, either in the past or still, and we but I never, nothing. that wasn't ever a, a topic of discussion or of like, oh my no. God, you're, you're gay or, I mean, no. we, you know, they, it's like, it, it, we talked to them as if we were just talking to a woman or another guy, we were just like friends. We're like, mm -hmm. we, I don't care what, you know, what, and, and that's what made it. So here's the thing, the, the, the LGBT community is doing is a major supporter of the left, correct? Am I right? That's correct. Yeah. So what does the left do? What are they good at? Dividing the nation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? That's the So what do you think the LGBT thing. community is doing? They're dividing the nation. It's not enough to divide right. each other, right? Between um, beliefs and non-beliefs, but now they're dividing children with their parents. Yeah. And that's why they're going after them. So yeah. it's important to know the, that the, the left is is feeding into the LGBTQ and the LGBTQ is feeding into the left. Right. And, and one of the things I'll leave it with this is that, um, you know, there's big groups of, uh, folks that are part of the LGBTQ community that are completely walking away from all this stuff. Absolutely. You know, they, they, they fought for they got hijacked. their rights and everything and they got hijacked. Absolutely. And they're tired of it. Um, uh, there's a lot of groups out there and we'll probably put some links and stuff up, you know, if you guys want to check them out, but, um, it's amazing people and we stand behind them a hundred percent because Absolutely. they're, you know, they, they want this country to be, um, you know, unified, not divided. We're going to be a stronger country. We can do better. We can, you know, uh, help more people. The thing is, is if, if our country's in shambles and we, so I, I'm not in agreement with the whole, Ukraine thing. But if you want to help people in other countries, you want to help other people in our own country, all these kind of things, what is necessary? 
we have to have a strong economy and we have to have people that can work together to help these other people or these yeah, other absolutely. communities or other countries. When we're divided, our efforts are going to be divided. So the thing is we are most powerful when we are together and working together. So, uh, listen, everybody, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I'm Jay and that's Joe. And this has been Joe and Jay outspoken. If you had fun or learned anything, do us a favor, like subscribe, comment, and share. Those things really help us out and fight the algorithm that may not always agree with the topics we cover. Today's probably one of those. If there's a topic you would like to see us cover in the future, let us know at joeandjproductions.com forward slash ideas. If you would like to help the cause, it can be as small as liking, subscribing, and commenting. You can also grab merch from the Outspoken store or become one of our Patreon members. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Take care of one another. And remember, do better, be better. And as always, God, God bless America.